and I'm Jude. And welcome back to Just Friends. Yay! Yay! Oh my god, is that other girl screaming? <gasps> Today we are joined by a very special guest, the best roommate in the entire world, <laughs> Nocklin. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so cute. Okay, um, Nock, do you have anything you want to say about yourself? <laughs> I am so excited. I I was literally like in the common room as you guys were planning this podcast so i'm so excited to finally be on an episode she's been here from the beginning guys literally do you want to explain your origin story like of the relationship because like i kind of know it but like i don't even fully get it our origin story okay we were in like <laughs> okay so freshman year yale randomly assigns you roommates or suite mates whatever yeah and knock and i were randomly assigned to be in the same suite freshman and it was like, year it's lit because when I just search up Lula, like there's only one Lula and there's only one Knox. So no, I was like, literally. I know that I love her. We found, <laughs> we found each other instantly. And I slid into your DMs and I was like, hey, hey, I think we're living together next year. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, OK, I'm trying to find the other sweet mates because there were six of us. And you were like, OK, you seem more extroverted than me. So you make the group chat. That's and true. That's true. <laughs> and then I did. And now we live together again. Yes. Last year, we also had our singles and now we're living together this yeah. year. So now we are in a double reparations. <laughs> How is that? <laughs> it's like it's so I feel like I've really experienced college. You know, yeah. I feel like I've really experienced <laughs> both sides. I think we live together super well. Yeah. Um, but our running joke, my running joke, is that Nock is nocturnal. Oh, I am nocturnal. I'm um, so nocturnal. Yeah, which brings us to the topic of today's episode. Um, we're talking about sleep. I love sleep. Thank God. Today, right now, it is 12.07 a.m. We are just starting to record on Tuesday, April 4th. <laughs> um, we're all in pajamas. By the way, we think it's funny. It's not. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm I, like, kind of texted Lula at 10, like, Damn, we got to do this tonight, right? <laughs> it's okay. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're here. Okay. Um. Now I get to have my conflict with Lula on air. I said, hey, I'm hanging out with friends. Text me. Do you think 1130 can happen? And guess what? <laughs> we started at 1201. <laughs> I sat out on the park bench for 30 minutes listening to music waiting. <laughs> Comments? What Pop? music were you listening okay. to? Okay. No knock. No. <laughs> I texted you mm-hmm. and I was like, gonna be 510 late <laughs> at like 1125. Mm-hmm. And I was only late because fucking rehearsal went late. No, it was out of my control. Shout out Tech Week. I got the text 510 minutes late on the walk there. I was like, okay, that makes sense. What time did you get there? I got back to my suite at promptly 1140. <laughs> She's right. It was 1141. And thank you, Knock. And then I texted you, sorry, getting, <laughs> getting knock and the stuff. Yep. And then we came over as quickly as our little legs can take us. Yeah. Takeaway, you were late and you worried as fast as you could kind of with your slow walking. I miss Women's History Month. <laughs> I literally shout out Women's History Month. Take us back. I don't like that at all. I actually don't know. I'm allowed to say that. I think that me voicing my conflict and needs with you and then being said that like I miss Women's History Month when men are not allowed to voice their qualms with women is actually like kind of anti-productive to the entire month in general. Like I'm not, not basically during a month 
when we are supposed to respect women does not mean that we're not allowed to have conflict with them and voice our frustrations openly and calmly. I think that's actually important to be said. Jude is such a good communicator and we're just such Tauruses. Yeah, I think we're joking. I also think men voice their qualms with women relentlessly. But I don't. Oh and my gosh. I, I, this is actually really important for me to say, I think. At least because I think we decided early on in the podcast that when there was conflict that would arise that we would have it on air. <laughs> and like I want that. So like like I think that it's good that we talk about it. And yes, I do agree that like men now we're kind of extract like going farther than we need to. Like I think that the point is made. I voiced my irritation and you voiced your comments, which I fully understand. And I'm not actually mad. I just think it's important to vent it out. Like this is the purge. <laughs> Okay, I think important context is that this is a running joke for Nock and I because we yeah. live in a suite with four other guys. Yeah. So we would you we were like all of March. It was our month. It was our month, and like that was a running joke with them because they would be like, "Oh, oh, it's okay. We'll go. We'll go take out the trash. It's Women's History Month." <laughs> so this is a joke when we're like, "Oh, I miss Women's History Month." I'm yeah. not actually saying like we can't have conflict. Mm -hmm. Very, very good point and clarification. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I've seen that. I also think that it's important to just like call it out when it happens because in the same way, and this is like now I don't I don't want to, we can cut this piece out. I don't want to spend the episode talking about this, but this is a topic I want to have. Like the gaslighting piece, it's similar in that. Like you actually are being anti-productive when you will call it, like when people are like, oh, I'm really good at gaslighting or like, oh, gaslighting and calling out gaslighting when it's not actually gaslighting. Like I think it's super important to call out gaslighting and be like, oh yeah, Women's History Month is important to celebrate. But when you, when it is, when it is used as a defense in an argument and is incorrectly just kind of thrown around, it loses a lot of its gravity and weight which I think we have to be really careful about. And that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's all. I agree with you. We were joking. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> okay. Shout out. Shout out Midnight Podcast. Back to regular programming. Okay. So today we're talking about sleep. Doesn't it feel lighter? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Today we're talking about sleep. Um, <laughs> let's... <laughs> I don't even know how to get into this. What are we talking about? We're talking about sleep. How many hours did everyone have on average? Like, what's your average sleeping hours? You okay. Wanna, you want to start? Do you count average sleeping hours as in, like, consecutive sleep? Or, like, how many hours you sleep in a day? This is so revealing for Nock. <laughs> okay, I will say, I will say, I wish I could nap more, but my schedule is not built for naps. So... I try and get I feel like my average is probably six and a half seven uh, yeah I think I think you're right I think you do go around like six to seven yeah especially like you sleep around like three yeah like I aim for eight hours a night I aim for eight hours it doesn't plus. happen that does not happen do you feel like really bad when you get like less than six and a half or can you and and or six and a half or do you feel like you're fine at six and a half no, I feel bad at like six and a half. Really? Like, yeah, I think I aim for eight. When I get six, I'm like, okay, I need to nap at some point today. Mm -hmm. And then like, like I just had a yerb an hour ago at 11 p.m. Yerba mate. What flavor? Okay, they were out of mint, so I had berry. Ooh. Because you said you were, they were out of mint, you're good. I think that's fair. <laughs> Thank you. I got the pass. Okay, knock. What's your sleep schedule? Okay, consecutive hours of sleep. I'd say like six or seven in a day, probably 10. Right. I take long ass naps. Okay, we're going to get into this. What about you, Jude? 
He just gave me such a confused face. Yeah, I'm very confused because I just had an image. I thought you slept more than you did. Like, I, 10 hours seems pretty re- but like, reasonable. But, like, average. Like, Saturday, I think I slept, like, a full 15 hours on Saturday. Oh. <laughs> Damn, 15 hours. <laughs> Damn. Okay, I try and do... I used to be more of a stickler, even, like, l- last semester. But I'm, like, 9 to 10 hours. 8 to 9... Nine, 9 to 10. I really like how many Consecutive? Yeah. What time do you sleep? Usually 12. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And then wake up at like 9, 10, and then work out. I don't know. You're so productive. <laughs> okay. I think I just had to talk with my mom about this over break because we were trying to figure out like why I'm always sick, etc. Her mom, who was a scientist, she shared this with me that like her mom told her when she was in high school that like the sleep that you get basically before midnight specifically like 9 to 11 p.m is actually like crucial for your well-being before midnight so like eight nine ten that's important sleep right like people who like work a nine to five or something like if your sleep schedule is like 9 p.m to like 7 a.m you're probably actually more well rested and like having better REM sleep. But like then if like my sleep schedule is like three AM to like eleven AM. Mm-hmm. But that used to be my sleep schedule in high school. Oh and my I god. Were, I was like exhausted in yeah. high school. But also like I was thinking about high school the other day. I was like my like I was at school by seven AM. Like I that's know. yeah. I woke and, up at seven thirty today and was like low key I just want to go back to bed. No, that is so inconceivable to me now. Like I we had to like load in tech stuff for a show on Sunday at eight thirty AM and I was like I had to wake up at like eight, seven forty five. I literally was reflecting on all of <laughs> high school because I was like there is I literally was like almost crying when my alarm went off. I was like, there is no fucking way that I was doing this daily yeah. for years. No. Literally, when second semester started, Lula and I had, like, 10 a.m.s. We were like, okay, if you wake up, I'll wake up. And then we'd both, like, hear our alarms, and we just, like, look at each other, and we're like, no, it's not happening. All right, here's my hot take, because yeah. I kind of disagree. What? I kind of, like, I won't. Like, I'm stuck in the 9 to 10 a.m. wake up, but I kind of like waking up at 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. Like, okay. I'm excited to have the excuse to wake up at, like, 6.37 for work. Because, like, yeah, I know, Nock is, like, actually in utter shock. She looks I, like, so concerned. I, like, sleep at that time sometimes. A few days ago, I slept at 7. <laughs> it's also crazy how you get everyone in your life on a different sleep cycle. Like, Lula didn't go to bed as early and even like your sweetmates, I feel like didn't go to bed as early as as you guys do now. Yeah. As in early, as in like early in the morning, yeah. not early. In- okay, I think it's just because like we just have such good conversations, and so we're like we never want to stop the vibe. So then no, we literally. just like stay in the common room, and then we're like, "Fuck, it's three. Oh, no, you Shoot. can curse. It's you can three a.m. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny because my mom. I literally said that to my mom because she was like, "The best sleep happens between like nine and eleven p.m." And I was like, "But well, no the one's best, home. The best conversations happen between one and three a.m. So yeah. what do I do about that?" That's a good question. The best code names games happen <laughs> well, at one a.m. I mean. I just struggle because I feel like I get a lot of FOMO when I like go to bed early when like a really good conversation is exactly. happening. I think a lot of why I stay up is because of FOMO. Mm. It's because I'm always like, I know my sweet mates are going to be out there. Like yeah. I know my friends are up right now. 
and FOMO is just such a, especially when you're up at 7 a.m. and all your friends are up and you're like, I gotta wait like four hours to talk to them. No, it's like, let me take a nap from 7 to 10 a.m. until the friends are back up. Literally, like, I think, I think I just struggle being alone. And so when it's like, I'm, up at seven and i like have nothing like i have no one to be with it's just like i guess i'll just sleep again so i don't need to i mean i think it's a pretty good segue of like do you like so i know you dream and i want to get into the dreaming part but do you ever like feel alone in your dreams feel alone in my dreams yeah because you said you don't like being alone i don't think i feel alone in my dreams it's like when i have my dreams they're just fun like they're just like fun dreams um, even if like I don't remember like being with people, it's just like a fun little little thing to have every night. <laughs> okay, wait, we need to backtrack a little. So what what's so interesting to us about your dreams, Nock? So uh, June and Lula are really interested in just like <laughs> how I lucid dream. And right. okay, I thought this was a normal thing growing up. Until, like, I was around, like, fourth grade. I was talking to my best friend about my dream for the night. And she's like, how do you remember your dreams? Like, I just go to sleep, I see black, and then I wake up. And I'm like, what? Like, I remember my dreams in full detail. And, like, I remember what I'm doing in all of my dreams. Like, all of them. Yeah. Like, every morning, Nock wakes up and it's like, oh, my God, Lula. Yeah. I'm like, I literally blacked out. I literally (laughs) have no memory, no conscious at all. Sometimes I'll have, like, good dreams where I'm just like, I'll write them down in my notes app. Um, (laughs) And sometimes it's just like, okay, like, I had a dream. I remember it. I don't really care about remembering it. Okay. I have, I have questions. (laughs) Okay. Um, Lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a specific definition, right? Right. Like, I think it's like being able to like control your dreams and know when you're dreaming. Right. So like, I think one of my first instances of like, okay, I always knew I was dreaming. Like mm-hmm. I always know when I'm dreaming. That's how I remember my dream so well. Cause I'm always like active mm-hmm. and present in the moment. But I think moments where I know I can control what's happening in my dreams, like, started when I was younger. I, like, always had, like, problems with, like, like my perception of reality because of this. Like, I'll have memories of me as a child and be like, was that a dream or was that, like, actual real life? Mm. Like, I literally have, like, dreams of me like literally flying like <laughs> levitating off and I was the like, ground wait guys i swear i flew the other day <laughs> literally. i swear i can do this guys just no, let me <laughs> like and it's like a crazy thing because like i would like literally remember like the body sensation of like levitating in my dream and so i'm like i swear i can do it like i swear i've done it before but it's just like in my dream so like can you give us like an example of like a time where like your your perception of reality was altered because of a dream and that mm-hmm. kind of got you into like and like have you like honestly what I'm kind of thinking about is like have you ever written an essay in your dream and then but like I submitted it and then like never okay. done the work so, or something like that in your life. So I used to have like sleep paralysis. What's that? And so it's like when I think scientifically it's when your body is still in REM but your brain is active and awake. So you know that you're awake, but your body is still sleeping. So like, I like sometimes like, I just can't open my eyes, but I know I'm awake. 
isn't it usually associated with like when you're having a bad nightmare or something yeah and then it's like your body like wants to move but you literally can't like yeah physically in the real world your body can't move Mm -hmm. but your brain is like trying to move it people see like sleep paralysis demons yeah i don't see that i don't see that i think i just like it's just like scary because i like literally know i'm awake but like i've like gotten like little tricks of like how to know like how to wake up like i move like a finger first and then eventually my whole body wakes up Mm. but i also used to struggle with false awakenings which is what you're describing so i would like wake up and i would like do my day to day and then i'd actually physically wake up so like sometimes Mm. at those moments i wouldn't know that i'm lucid dreaming and like i remember being really scared about this as a kid of like how do i know i'm dreaming and like one of the hacks is like when you're dreaming you can't read or like you can't write Hmm. and so like i I remember like i would be lucid dreaming and i'll be like okay like i need to know that i'm dreaming so i try to read but i think i've just done it so much that sometimes my brain just like is like oh yeah you're reading even though it doesn't make sense so sometimes Mm -hmm. i do still struggle with being like wait i'm asleep i think i think i sometimes have that to myself too like i'm like i want to see if i'm dreaming and i try and read and like yeah the things make sense to me but i know that i'm not reading i just am like it just makes sense sometimes and you're like wait okay you know i'm just not gonna question it okay and then when you say you have like control of your dreams like to what extent do you have control like can you change location can you bring in characters how like what percentage of your dreams you in control of you know how like people are like oh i hope i dream of my crush tonight (laughs) no Sometimes I could just do that. Like, I just go <laughs> on so, many like, dates in my dream. <laughs> and it's, like, so bad because it just makes my crush even worse. Because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I've literally, like, been in love with you in my dream. That's crazy. Wait, so can you have sex dreams? Yeah. That's freaking crazy. Knock, like, on command. But, like, <laughs> not, I don't have it frequently. <laughs> but, so like, so yeah, when you're, going it to bed, when you're going to bed at night, you can't be like, oh, I'm going to have these dreams. No. But, like, if I'm, like, conscious in my dream and I'm, like, oh, I want to see, like, Blink. I want to see, like, Lula right now. Like, sometimes it just happens. Or, like, I, like, if I, like, think of her in my dream, it just happens. Okay, wait. So, I have a question. I have, like, I really feel like, okay, I can't lucid dream at all. I think mm-hmm. I used to be able to. Mm-hmm. Like, I have memories of having, like, very vivid dreams when I was much younger yeah. and could be, like, okay wait let me like do this like let me talk to this person like Mm -hmm. video game vibes yeah but now i can't and i think that like what i dream about is like some subconscious part of my brain is like thinking about something or anxious about something and then the dream like manifests that somehow Mm -hmm. but like if you're lucid dreaming all the time yeah like do you think that's still true like Uh, yeah i like have like random ass dreams sometimes i'm like how did i think like remember i read you my dream the other day and like yale had a survivor in my dream because i've been watching survivor lately and in my dream (laughs) yale was having its own survivor and like i didn't choose to participate and i remember my friends participating in it so i woke up and told lula this and she's like knock what the fuck because I was just like weird crossover. But then I was like, you were spending like a the whole, few days yeah. at the end of break watching Survivor in our suite with your yeah. friends. And it just like sometimes just comes to my like just comes to mind. So if I hang out with people a lot, they end up in my dreams a lot. And so like when I tell people, oh, I dreamt about you the other day, it's not even in like a little, oh, I dreamt about you. It's just like, <laughs> guys, it just happens. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like so shocked. Like the thing that's so crazy to me is like, 
I am like someone who like dreams, but like rarely, rarely. Rem- I think everyone dreams, but mm-hmm. I like can rarely remember dreams. Like when I can remember a single dream, I am so hype about it. Do you have like dreams that like you remember so vividly that like? I have two dreams written down in my entire notion, and that's really? it. And I have like a dream journal just because like I wanted to make okay. the aesthetic of so, it. So with your <laughs> dream like, journal, do you like ever like read it back and you're like, oh, I can remember how that dream played out. I have one vivid memory of a dream that when I was a, when I was a child of I was in a McDonald's play space, you know, like those, mm-hmm. like those like with my sister and my nanny and this like creepy old man was like flirting with my nanny. And then he like started chasing all three of us throughout the McDonald's play space. And then I woke up and I don't remember anything. OK, else. so if you're being chased in your dream, <laughs> do you ever like whenever whenever I'm being chased in my dream? I always know, like, oh, I'm dreaming. I could wake up whenever I want to. Are- no! <laughs> no, wait, I don't even know I'm dreaming. I'm just, like, the scared little child being, like, chased. <laughs> no, like, knock. Empathize with us. Empathize with us. This has been my whole life. I'm, like, I'm finding out about you, too. Like, I think I've controlled, like, three dreams in my life, probably. And I don't even remember them. Like, I have a recurring dream of, like, being chased i used to have this crazy phobia of being kidnapped and had this crazy recurring dream okay this was actually weird you know the thing that's like people every person you see in your dream you've seen their face yeah at some point in life that's crazy so i had this like recurring kidnapper oh but he was always in a different scenario like Mm -hmm. the dream itself is not the same but it was always this one same guy and then like a year later i fucking like saw him in a grocery store and i was like actually what the fuck and i ran that's terrifying but i could never control it like every night i genuinely thought i was being chased (gasps) that's terrifying i like okay i have recurring dreams that happen but like because they're always recurring i'm always like yeah i'm dreaming I guess, like, the thing that I'm curious about is I feel like there's typically, at least when I grew up, a big emphasis on, like, analyzing your dreams and, yeah. like, putting them into, like, oh, what does this mean about your life? Oh, and, my like, gosh. When I think about All your, the time. Yeah. But, see, that's curious, though, because in my head, when Lula happens and that happens, like, a guy is chasing you, like, who is that guy to you? Like, and what is that actual experience of being chased like? But then I have that, and then you can control your dreams. Mm-hmm. So if you can control your dreams... Like, I guess maybe that's just, like, your inner thoughts and desires manifesting. Yeah, but it's also, like, it's just, like, such, like, a thin line for me because I'm also just, like, a kind of superstitious person where I'm, like, I like to believe that if they show up in my dream, it's because I'm in their dream. Mm. Oh, whoa. But it's, like, but it's, like... Do you want to talk about that? (laughs) Okay, just checking. Um, But it's also, like, I can, like, low-key, like, control when they show up in my dream. Like... When I wake up and I'm half asleep, do you guys ever like wake up half asleep and you're like, oh, that dream was so good. I want to go back to it. Yes. And do you ever go back to it? No, I never can. <laughs> ah. Yeah, me too. She's like, these peasants. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're living two different lives here, guys. No, we really are. Because, okay. So I saw this thing like a few years ago that I'm really not sure is true. I feel like I'm just kind of lying this whole episode. I've done like no research on any of these things I'm saying. <laughs> so I saw this thing, probably some fucking like Instagram 2016 or something that was like some people can like work while they dream. Have you and I talked about this, Jude? Oh, Jude's motioning. I have a family friend who like 
it's like a whole there's you know like a friend of a friend but yes i have there's a dad that i know that works in his dreams like he lucid dreams he sleeps and works and then he wakes up and like does his day but he's done already the work in his most of the work in his dreams yeah that's literally insane and what by work do you mean like a job or like yeah like he's doing like productive things for his fucking job in his sleep the reason i thought of this is because you were like we're living two different lives and i was like Mm -hmm. yeah like really like how you dream and how you sleep is like what a third of your life or something yeah and how you perceive reality too from Mm -hmm. that right like as you said like they sometimes blend and that's crazy yeah like there's like okay i have like this one vivid i don't know i still don't know if it's a memory or a dream but i'm very very positive it's a dream like logically thinking Mm -hmm. and it's of my sister driving and all of a sudden like she goes on autopilot to turn around and put the seatbelt on me and i'm like a toddler and like Mm -hmm. logically i'm like she would never do that but like i literally have such a vivid memory of being like why did why are you why are you not driving the car anymore like what is happening Mm. and like i remember asking her about it and she'll be like that literally never happens i've also had things where like sometimes i will convince myself that something was a dream Mm -hmm. just because it's something from childhood that i barely barely remember yeah and then like one of my parents will bring it up or something and I'll be like, oh, I've spent 10 years thinking that I made that up and lived that out myself, Mm -hmm. which is also very weird. Also, I just feel like I just have like a good memory in the sense of like, I feel like not only do I remember my dreams, but I remember like moments with people so much where I'm like, oh, Lula, remember when we did this when we were in your room and like I Mm. came in and borrowed like a fork from you. Right. And you're like, oh, I don't remember that. And I'm like, wait but like that literally happened but i also don't have a good memory yeah so like i knock and i can never figure anything out is the <laughs> conclusion of this have you ever had like a serious conversation or like a fight in a dream and thought that like that happened oh my gosh normal? have you seen those tiktoks of guys being like when your girlfriend dreams of you cheating yes also i've experienced that yeah i've yeah. experienced that too and yeah. it literally makes me wake up like wanting to cry because i like feel like i've experienced actually being cheated on in my dream oh you dream that someone cheated on you and yeah then you think when you wake up you think, no like i don't that's awful. i don't think that they actually did it but like i feel like they actually Wait, did it. this is actually a good thing to bring up dude you've never experienced this no okay so maybe this is like a girly thing not to be so binary mm-hmm. but this is like I've seen this trend all over social media. Yeah. And I remember with my ex, this was like a real thing where I would like, literally we would be like having a sleepover. Like I would wake up actually in bed next to him. So like mm-hmm. wake up and instantly know logically none of this happened. But you'll but wake, I would up, wake up like literally crying or screaming. Heart and to like, my stomach. No, literally like heart in stomach, <laughs> yeah. jaw dropped, like so resentful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a and, joke and, and It makes me feel so irrational because I'm like, I, I know. know I shouldn't be mad at you right now, but I just genuinely feel so hurt. And like, I did this to myself. This is actually such an interesting phenomenon because this is the only type of dream i've experienced where i like wake up know it's irrational and still genuinely feel negative that means those dreams you remember those dreams because hmm. you are remembering the feelings from like the, that that dream caused you so we're saying like the strong emotion dreams cause a stronger photographic memory of of the actual I think, dream i think because the stronger the emotions you feel the more like you'll remember like the memories attached to it and mm-hmm. So in some sense, like 
she's kind of aware that she was dreaming that Lula, you might be on some path here. Hello. I think the difference for me is that I just like remember like mundane ass dreams. Yeah. There's this concept in uh, like psychology called flashbulb memories, where it's like the memories that like associated with like an strong emotional response, mm-hmm. like are tended to be remembered more photographically in your head, mm. even though they may not be more accurate. So like you mm-hmm. may you may have like filled in gaps in the memory that like are not accurate, but like you're more positive that they are accurate because you can literally see what happened. Yeah. Um, and that sounds kind of like exactly what we're talking about with the dreams is like, okay, psychology. which is crazy. Wait, I, oh yeah. You have a question. I was just going to say like, isn't it, don't we basically know nothing about dreams like doctors and scientists? Like, I feel like, isn't that like dreams are barely like researchable slash like no one can really come up with any conclusions about them. I thought, yeah, I don't think there's that much known. I can like. I know that like a few things there's more known about sleep and why we sleep and what the importance of sleep itself is Mm -hmm. when we talk about dreams like there's just a wide variety of like scientists some scientists and psychologists think oh it's something about talking about the unconscious and what's coming up from there Mm -hmm. others just think that it's like a random like jump like basically jumble of thoughts and neurons firing like like the same the same idea of like the faces and the random faces like we literally can't create new things yeah but the neurons that are like have like the face the fuji face form area i butchered that (laughs) but like that area that is associated with recognizing faces is firing and you just don't know what face so like there's a a wide you're right that we don't really know specifically what dreams they need to contact me I yeah. got though. Okay, wait, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. Would you ever do like a sleep study? Oh my gosh, if I got paid to sleep, that would be like the <laughs> best thing ever. I, oh, wow. No, but like, I would be like scared. Like, I don't know. I've thought about this before, but like, you I know, feel some, like they'll just be annoyed at me because they're probably going to expect like some profound dream and I'll just be like, yeah, I was Naruto running down the halls <laughs> of my school. Like, but still, like, I don't know. I think the idea of, like, being studied in while you're sleeping, for some reason, that's always that's freaked me I out. I need someone there to, like, watch me and watch them. I exactly. Think. You need, like, a third party. Yeah. Like- <laughs> because, like, I... I think just being watched when you're asleep is, like, kind of scary when you're with a stranger. Do you think your sleep patterns would be different if you were sleeping in, like, a lab? Or, like, when you go away or something or go, like, was the transition from, like, Yale to home and home to Yale, does that change your sleep at all? Like, does it affect the dreams you're having? Um, no. I don't think, okay. Actually, kind of. I feel like location-wise, like, when I'm at home, I dream a lot more about my family. Hmm. But it's because I'm around them more, I feel like. And then when I'm here, it's obviously like I dream more about my friends. Mm. Do you ever feel like, I feel like I already know the answer to this, but do you ever feel like not well rested? Yeah. Like if you wake up and you're like, oh, I remember everything. Like, I don't know. To me, that would feel like a quasi day. How so? Wait, how so? Like, I feel like if I woke up and I was like, oh my God, all these things happened. Like the mundane dreams Mm -hmm. you're talking about. I would not feel like I went to sleep. Like no, when okay. I get the best sleep, it's when I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I blacked out. Like I'm like, oh, the last 10 hours are a mystery to me. No, Thank I can't, God. I can't do that. 
like if i wake up and i don't remember my dream i like want to go back to sleep because i feel like i haven't slept whoa like, we're hitting day, big things the other here. day i woke up with like a this massive like i woke up from like a night out and like i was like i don't remember falling asleep and i don't remember my dream and so i'm like i want to go back to sleep even though i woke up feeling rested i felt like shit but i woke up feeling rested but i was like i didn't feel like i dreamt yet so i need to go back to sleep to fully feel like i've slept okay i have two different places i want the conversation to go and i kind of want to let you choose where you want to take it is that okay knock yeah okay i'm really curious to talk either about like bedtime routines Mm -hmm. and like how you go to bed Mm -hmm. like do you just knock out or do you like have like a whole routine and or i want to talk about um kind of how you like your day-to-day life when you're awake is affected by your sleep Mm -hmm. because i think we've already talked a lot about like how like you live a different life than us but you live a different life during the day as well i think yeah Mm -hmm. okay should we start there just because it feels a little bit more okay I struggle with feeling unproductive so much because I like I just love sleeping so much like I love I love just coming back to the room and just laying down taking a little (laughs) nap and it like sucks because I'm like I have so much work to do but when I need to relax I go lay down and sleep. No, yeah, there are some days when I come home from my 5 p.m. class and knock is asleep. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're living the dream life. Lula and I talk about this before, about like how I just don't consume a lot of like television or movies because I'm like, I, I feel like I like have that every single day in my dreams. So I'm like, why would I like spend my time watching a show when I could just experience a show? And you're also like literally doing good things for your health yeah like i know this sounds a little like oh she's a crazy but it sucks because i can't like be like do that and like i can't like watch a netflix show and like do my readings at the same time because if i'm sleeping i'm just sleeping right (laughs) true (laughs) productivity piece is interesting to me because i think i feel that too like i Mm -hmm. i try to get like the optimal amount of sleep so i can be the most productive during the day like the whole like it's all about productivity to me Mm -hmm. but like but i also think like our outlooks on life are just different well, like, yeah, it, it's like sounds like you're being more productive because you get more like utility or happiness from mm-hmm. sleeping. Yeah. And so if like you're optimizing your days around being happy and sleeping, then like you're probably being pretty productive. I literally thought about this <laughs> this morning and I was like, every single day is a me day. <laughs> <laughs> literally, that is how we should all be living. Like, like every fuck? day is a me day for me. I'm like, I can't remember the last time I like did not take a nap and just work throughout the day bro the knockle influence is crazy guys i like literally i feel like this is also probably just undiagnosed adhd Love. Where i'm just like i do not remember a time where like i have like not taken a nap and just like literally just just done work all day like i need a little nap mm. i can do my all-nighters but i'm sleeping throughout the day okay this is something else i want to talk about i think this is like same general topic i am so much more productive during the nighttime yeah than during the day like okay i have this huge midterm on thursday right i haven't started studying i think the reason is because i'm like during the day i know my friends are awake i'll have people around me yeah and then when i'm at night and it's just me i'm like okay now i can hold in on focus yeah i don't know why i can't do that when it's seven in the morning no i that's also true because i cannot wake up and be productive like sometimes i'm like okay i used to think that it was an alone time thing mm-hmm. like i used to be like i want i'm like more productive at night because like i'm totally alone mm-hmm. whatever but then there have been a few times when i try and do like okay you know what i'm gonna go to bed at like 10 p.m 
wake up at like six or seven and be productive and i literally just go the fuck back to sleep immediately yeah i've never gotten work done waking up early yeah me too but i think that's like not it's not good it's shamed yeah we're shamed for being like half of our sweet mates like go like wake up at like 8 a.m and do their fucking work and <laughs> knock and i are bullied yesterday i walked out of our room at 8 p.m and said good morning guys to eli and john and eli was like knock what it is strange how like structured societal sleep is and like the thing is there's a lot of like i think about like the nine to five job and i think that i assume like i I mean, there's a biological, like, actual, like, clock mm-hmm. inside that is somewhat, not everyone has, like, no one has the exact same biological clock, but there is some biological clock that kind of yeah. gets us all on similar sleep schedules. Mm-hmm. But it is strange that, like, we have plenty of, like, workers who are working, like, really, really late in the night and really early in the morning, and, like, they're doing essential jobs, yeah. right? And, like, sleep, people have such varied sleep schedules. And the fact that, like, there is this, like, stigma behind like sleeping the way you sleep or like Mm -hmm. sleeping like doing your work really late at night and i definitely participate in the stigma like i am someone who is very like i wake up relatively early i get my stuff done and i work during the day and then i like kind of relax during the evening Mm -hmm. but like it is crazy i hear it and i even when i sleep in like till 10 i hear like oh my god you just wasted so many hours and it's just like are you kidding me guys like we need to chill out yeah i i want to be an early sleeper but same TikTok is too addicting. It's also just like, I don't know. Okay, this is interesting, Jude, about what you just said. I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, I've grown up like knowing a handful of adults whose jobs are like night shift times. Like I had an old friend in middle school whose dad was like this big like food, health food distributor or something in the city. And he would like leave for work at like 10 p.m and drive across the bridge and like go do his job and then he would come back at like 9 a.m and that was his working day and my mom's dad was a radio host and like he worked like throughout the night like dark moonlight and i don't know that's the life yeah that's a different way of living i mean knock you have a radio show and my radio shows at midnight yeah (laughs) every week you go you go up and rally like that's when you're up doing things that's that's when i'm up so like then what about school (laughs) um the work is done eventually literally the work is done eventually i'll say that do do you think take classes so you can like like, how do you, like, I, I remember pro- you telling me something about, like, you optimizing for sleep in your schedule. Yeah. No classes before 11.35. Period. Same. I don't know why I made the mistake of taking a 10.30. I keep skipping it. Real. I, I know through my four semesters now that 11.35 is, like, a doable time for me, which sucks because a lot of classes are 9 a.m. to 10.30. A 10 lot 30s. of good classes are 9 a.m. But my brain does not work that early. So, like, languages, which are usually in the morning, mm-hmm. how are you doing the language requirement? Well, I did it last year. And? It was... It was Was miser- that the class that was early in the day? Yeah, that was, like, uh, 10.30. Yeah. That's so early for me. You and I both had the language 10.30s, and we were like, we're never doing this again. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, like, okay, I remember I would feel productive, because I was like, yeah, like, I start my day early, but, like, I would come to those classes just so tired, and I'd be like... I know this word, but my brain's just not giving it to me right now. Okay, I have something to add. Hmm. I have something that I just thought of. So, like, my earliest class is also 1135, right? Mm-hmm. And I, like, 
half the time can't fucking do it yeah and on mondays and wednesdays my earliest class is at one mm-hmm. and then my i have a second class of the day it gets out at five fifteen. and like i tell people about this who like are on like the 9 a.m like my classes are done at one yeah. grind and they're like literally what is wrong with you mm-hmm. but now let me say my piece because i've been thinking about this mm-hmm. and i think this is partly because of high school and fucking people in the arts being crazy <laughs> but literally like i have rehearsals all the time that start at 10 p.m yeah like i like the re we were joking about this at the beginning but like literally my rehearsal like came here as soon as it got out and it's midnight yeah like there's not there are certain activities that people can like devote themselves to that are not it is not feasible to have 9 a.m's mm-hmm. like i don't really know anyone in theater who has consistent 9 a.m's like if i'm really thinking about it and same in high school like the teachers knew like okay tech week you're gonna have rehearsal from 3 p.m to midnight like you did not come into school that week in the morning and they knew i don't know i think there's like different like people who are really heavily on sports teams like they're used to waking up early and going to bed early i can't believe like when we lived with athletes last year i would be like how are you yeah i would crazy it would be 6 a.m and i'd be like Okay, I'm about to go to bed. Yeah. And I'm brushing my teeth to go to bed. And, and they go the doing weights. They're waking like, up. Literally. Oh, my God. Anyway. Anyways. I, I forgot the first part of your question. Because <laughs> you had two questions. Question? Oh, what is your bedtime routine? Okay. Like, how do you get to bed? Is it consistent? Okay, it just depends on how self-carry I feel. Before we started the pod, I told Jude, I was like, you should listen to ASMR. Right. I love falling asleep to ASMR. Like, it's it makes me fall asleep so easy. Also, I think that's just a little another phenomenon where, like, I, like, genuinely get tingles from listening to ASMR and, like, puts me to sleep. That's crazy. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I I don't even know how to respond. Like, I have, like, like... like full on like 100 video playlists on YouTube of my so, favorite ASMR videos. This, like I wrote a whole college app about how much I love ASMR. You wrote your college application, your common app about About ASMR, ASMR yeah. What like, was like the like summary or like the thesis? I think it was just about like how ASMR just consists of like these simple things, but they make such a difference in my life and how mm. I'm like, it just makes me appreciate like the small things as well mm. and that I don't have to do something magnificent to feel like I made a difference. Mm. It's beautiful. <laughs> I get it. She's here. I love <laughs> ASMR. Yeah. Um, the thing that kind of surprised me the most when you said the ASMR is actually not the ASMR itself, even though that's weird. But <laughs> but it's like um, I watch. So I have to watch TV when I go to bed or like listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it is either The Office that's playing or like Friends or Seinfeld or any of like the classic sitcoms that play when I go to bed. Or New Girl, which now I guess is not. It's going to be taken off on Netflix. It's actually not except Stop taking away all the sitcoms that are actually good off Netflix. Like, Literally. The Office is gone. Friends is gone. Like, oh my God. They're not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's a good episode. <laughs> um, but you watch TikToks. How do you do that? Like, how do you swipe through them? What do you mean? You just move your finger. Until you're asleep? Until No, until like, I'm just like, okay, now my eyes are tired. I guess I'll go to sleep now. That's crazy. I'm like, <laughs> I put on my sleep mask, which, <laughs> which by the way, crazy new sleep mask. I don't usually use sleep masks, but I was introduced to sleep masks. They're called the Manta sleep masks, I think. Mm-hmm. They're the, they like, okay, they're crazy. That's, 
I don't. I can't do sleep masks. But I, one I just thing force about myself me to go to bed. Put is, them on, Lula. Wait, try them real quick. One thing about crazy. me is I'm such like a visual person. Like, I I cannot do audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, How I'm trying on the mask. It's so Oh, is weird. it weighted? I feel like there are pillows on my eyes. <laughs> no, they're insane, guys. Wait, let Nock try. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You no. can come back. Oh my gosh, no, this this scares me. <laughs> okay, I think because of sleep paralysis, where like I know I'm awake, but I can't see, that not being able to see terrifies me so much. Or like not terrifies me, but it stresses me out. Mm. So I can't. I can't focus if I'm listening to an audiobook. Like hmm. your your podcast is one of the few podcasts that I can like just like listen to because Aww. normally when it comes to <laughs> podcasts, if they have like videos of them talking on YouTube, I will sit down and watch them talk. Right. I can't like sit down and like go on a walk with a podcast. I can't focus. I feel like mm. nothing is like going through my mind. Hmm. So like ASMR, I have to like watch it to like feel my eyes getting heavy to fall asleep. Interesting. Do you ever like read yourself to sleep? Um, I used to do that with fan fictions. Real. <laughs> but now all my books are self-help books, and I don't want to read that before going to sleep. So real. <laughs> I just, like, the, I guess, like, thing that I get surprised by is, like, when you say, like, you read books to go to bed or, like, you watch, like, YouTube videos, is, like, I just am, like, I just am trying to go to bed as quickly as possible. Like, like mm-hmm. the sleep mask is, like, so no light comes in. I lay in bed. I'm, like, go to bed, Jude. Like and like listen to like listen to my show and like my goal is to get from point A to point B because I don't remember anything in Do the middle. Do you fall asleep as easily? Because like I don't, I, don't I have know. to like make myself tired to go to sleep. Like if I'm not tired and I'm trying to sit down, mm. I'm so restless. My mind's just thinking everywhere, and so I need something to like literally physically make me go to sleep. I agree. This is one of my biggest problems in life. Mm-hmm. I've talked to my mom so much about this because I was like, I literally like my brain does not quiet. Yeah. Like, oh, I literally I and, run out of my melatonin, too. So no, I was going to say, I know this. you used to take melatonin. Yeah. Earlier in the year. I don't even like that's why I asked about reading to sleep, I think, because sometimes re- I feel like I don't have time for it at Yale, though. Like, genuinely, I don't I don't know when I have time for leisure reading, which is like eh, we need to fix that. But I feel like there have been periods in my life where I'm like really into leisure reading, like over the summer or something, yeah. and I'll be able to fall asleep like being invested in a book. Mm. When I have that, I just like I fall asleep because I'm always thinking about the book, so my mind just like right. tires out. And then it, and then you're gonna maybe even relive some of the scenes in the book. No. Well, they're like self help books, so it's mostly so. just me thinking about me then. <laughs> I mean, it was just the thing that Lulu was saying. So on the silent retreat, we didn't, I lost my phone. I lost my computer. Mm-hmm. So like I had no YouTube or for me, Netflix to go to bed to. Yeah. And oh my God, was it painful because oh. I tried kind of meditating to go to bed and that didn't work. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting in bed like restless until sleep hit me. Mm-hmm. And I, on, I, I remember the night when I was the worst and it was like, and I had a moment where I was like, I because I always kind of felt guilty about like needing some stimuli to go to bed. Yeah. And I don't I don't know why it's bad. Like I I sleep. I don't like I need sleep. I want to sleep. So I need stimuli to go to bed. Okay. Like I don't mm-hmm. need to be uncomfortable and restless and have all these thoughts stirring around during that moment of my day. I have the whole day to let thoughts whirl around my head. Mm-hmm. And even meditation, it was like not it wasn't like um 
I don't like the word successful, but it wasn't like fulfilling meditation. It just felt icky. I just wanted to go to bed. Yeah. So like I have no issue with like listening to audiobooks now or like watching TV when I go to bed. Like why mm-hmm. I know I don't know why there's like so much shame about that either. I think or that, reading a book. Well, like when I was I younger, read. I went to like a camp for like almost three weeks and we didn't have a phone. And I remember mm. those three weeks were like the best sleep I've gotten. I feel like when you sleep next to someone, you're kind of like peer pressure to like sleep because you're yeah. like, I don't want to be the one awake. Okay. So yep. Lula and I talk about this, like sleeping next to someone. I feel like I get the best sleep. Yeah. We actually talked about this the other night. And I mean like sharing a bed. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about like roommate sleep. We're talking yeah. about like sharing a bed, yeah. sleeping next to someone. Yeah. I feel like I just get the most fulfilling sleep during those times. Because mm-hmm. one, they probably sleep earlier than me. So then I have to sleep early because I don't want to be the one keeping them up. And then two, just being held is nice. Knock, I'm analyzing us, but I think this goes back to the FOMO thing. How so? Like, it's like foam, Like you don't want to go to bed because like you feel like you're missing out on mm. stuff. But if like the person that you're going to be with is sleeping in bed next right, to you're you. You're like, I'm not missing like, out on oh, anything. Oh, we're knocking. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, I need a relationship to fix my sleep schedule is what I'm getting from this. You know you can hire a professional napper? I should be a professional napper. You should professionally cuddle. Oh my These gosh. These are real jobs. Yes, please. Yeah. I was like talking to this with our sweet mates. I love being a big spoon. Okay. Despite my little 5'2 appearance. Shout I, out. I love me a big spoon moment. <laughs> it's a power move. I love it. It's a power move. Jude, how do you feel about being little spoon? Jude silenced. You don't I mean, like it? No, I like being the big spoon usually, but it's not like it. Yeah, little spoon is between. so nice. So. <laughs> I do, yeah. but I love being Little Spoon too. Okay, anyway, we get the best sleep. Now that we've figured out everyone needs a relationship to sleep well, <laughs> just kidding. Well, um, have you heard of a body pillow and a weighted <laughs> blanket? Because I also feel like that makes your sleep crazy too. I mean, that's kind of what I was looking for for like what you use to go to bed as well. Not only yeah. like the stimuli, but like you have the craziest body pillow. I that's insane. <laughs> it is literally like I once. Once everyone in my suite took turns crawling into Knox's bed. And they were, we were all like, we get it. No, I like shocked. Out loud shocked. It was unbelievably cozy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I feel all cocooned up with my body pillow and my weighted blanket. <laughs> and it's just, it's just great. It's great. Okay. I think it's time for us to wrap up mm-hmm. with our favorite activity which is that knock is going to read oh my gosh i should have been preparing no it's okay you can we can take a second but i would love to hear some of your dream journal okay sometimes i have just like super vivid dreams and then i have dreams where it's just like what are you talking about this is why i mentioned naruto running because i don't even remember writing this And this was on March 29th. So this was what, like five days ago, four days ago. And it says, I was in a nightmare and I don't know. I don't know if I want to say the name. I'm going to call them Hank. Okay. I I was in a nightmare and Hank and I were running away from a train station because a person in camo started running towards us. And then as we ran, another person in camo started running towards (laughs) us. Then the two camo people (laughs) held hands and started running. So then Hank and I started running, but all my 
freaking god they were running naruto style or something <laughs> like they were literally flying because of how fast they were running when they were holding hands and hank was holding onto me it was like we were in some apocalypse murder hunger Games style type of thing and we had a class of a bunch of people getting attacked so we ran back and climbed up this building and broke down this wall and it felt like a hunger game shit and we ended up finding <laughs> the back of the building to hide do you like have like the image of it all in your head yeah as you, like now that like i'm reading back i'm like yeah this happens <laughs> like when i first like read this i'm like wait what and now that i'm like reading i'm like oh yeah i i, I remember that i did this that's crazy you can do another one. okay another one another one for the people please oh my gosh okay wait let me choose like one of the ones from high school because they were like so descriptive for some reason oh my gosh um uh, Oh my gosh, I know I had a dream about a taco truck somewhere. <laughs> Do you okay. hear this, everyone? Please. Okay, <laughs> this was from 2019. Oh my so, god. <laughs> I wrote this at 9.19 a.m., so this might not be legible. Okay. I was I had a dream where I was with my dad, and we were, we were cooking like a whole buffet, and the people we were cooking for didn't eat them. And he got really mad, and he called them all lazy. And then I started playing a lot of music to make him happy, and he wasn't happy. And then something. Oh, and then I went into the backyard and in the garage where the window was, there was a portal and it, <laughs> it gave magic powers. And when they closed the portal, I couldn't use my magic powers to open it. So then I was on a plane and I jumped off the plane and started flying into a field with big crows. And I was jumping through the trees like a monkey flying through Jamesville, which is like a city near Syracuse. And I was hiding in these trees, and it was foggy. Flash forward, I was the only student to try to attack my teacher and use my superpowers <laughs> to see if I could shapeshift into the teacher. Um, and then I oh almost died. God. And then that was another part of my dream. And I was in my driveway, and someone was asking us for money, and then we didn't have it, and they tried to attack us. And then Karina, one of my friends, showed up in a yellow pickup truck with a bus in the back, and it said, Duck Lord's Dug Truck. And we got away with it. And also, Duck Lord is like my name on Clash Royale. <laughs> I like wake up and I'm like, oh, I was, yeah. in, I was in the ocean, and um, no, that's it. <laughs> like, that's if that, if, if that, if I remember any one soul from my dream. So anyway, knock. I have crazy dreams. We love you. <laughs> Can I ask one other question? Like, I guess the thing that I kind of am like grappling with over here is like, so this is like your equivalent to like watching movies and tv but it's better and it's like how you like to spend your time it's you said it's a hobby yeah if you could if you had no responsibilities like are you sleeping 16 17 18 hours a day like how are you like don't get me i love hanging out with my friends i okay. love hanging out with my friends like but you know your social battery just drains sometimes and sometimes you need alone time and instead of journaling <laughs> like i Shout should out. i dream but that's like your version of having a me day. Yeah. So maybe every you shouldn't be journaling. Literally. That's the takeaway from this episode is that every day should be a me day. Yeah. Every day should be a knock day. Yeah. Okay. The knock influence. Of course. The knock influence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With that, we hope you all have as vivid and memorable and lovely dreams as knock did in 2019 for the rest of your life Guys, and get such good sleep. When we go to sleep tonight, let's wake up and send each other our dreams. Okay. I'm not going to remember one thought. I'll try, but yeah. Okay. I'll try my best. What are you looking forward to this? I mean, I hope there's there's one right answer. So <laughs> currently, I'm 
I have a little hypothesis that gymming before bed gives me crazier dreams. So I hope I have a crazy dream tonight. Don't know what it'll be about, but you know, got a little pump in before bed. Knocks, really excited. Yeah, knock in her gym era. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you for talking with us, Faye. Thank you for having us. Ha- well, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know okay. why I said us. We're delirious. We're delirious. Um, okay, we love you. Love you too. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.